0: Hey, welcome to the podcast. My name is Andrea. I'm from Inclusive Communities and I'm an ex-queer officer. My pronouns are she and her. Um, in our last episode, we did discuss the LGBTIQA acronym. I'll be using queer for the rest of this podcast, um, as well as language and cultural differences. What we're going to do today is actually talk about people's experiences when they first come into Australia with the LGBTI community and support services that they can find. Um, so we have some guests joining us again today. I'll get them to introduce themselves.
1: Hi, my name is Joy. I go by the pronouns he is. I'm from Malaysia and I'm currently studying my Master's of Public Health. I previously held the role as an Activity Officer in MIRIS, which stands for Monash University International Student Service. I'm currently right now just a... Graduate students particip- participating in the podcast.
2: And my name is Buddy. I am a Monash graduate. I am the vice president of AGMC, the Australian GLBTIQ Multicultural Council. Um, I've been involved in the Melbourne's LGBTIQ A plus or slash queer communities um, since my arrival in Australia in ninety eight. And um, thank you for having me here.
0: No problem. So obviously as an international student coming to Australia, it's very hard to make friends. You introduce an entirely new culture. Um, so what I wanted to ask is when you arrive in Australia, like what was your experience interacting with our community? Um, why was it so important for you and what places would you recommend or did you have any difficulties? Um, so – my journey
2: was, like I said, back in 1998. Some of you were not even born yet at that time. <laughs> so it was back in the late 90s. Uh, it was very, very different. The social environment is very different. Monash was a very different place as well. Um, it's very good to come back and see the inclusive communities, Um you know we got the ally network that's currently happening so back then there was not much going around when it comes to um to queer students we we do have a queer department um it was located back in the basement um of the um campus center um and yeah it was it was quite an interesting time for me to come to a new country and having to first and foremost having to adjust to the way things work in australia the the different culture the different social interactions the different language so it actually took me a while to um, to adjust to it in the first year i think the first six months was a period of adjustment and once i feel comfortable with my and finding my fit in the new country, that's when I started looking into the um, into other queer uh, people, uh, started looking for the community. And th- that is a sense of I'm looking for people that I can connect with and I'm also looking for a community that I feel a sense of belonging to. So the, the journey back then was f- uh, very slow. I didn't rush myself. Um, I actually took my... Time to get connected with the queer department um, at Monash, and it was it was also a little bit. it's a little bit funny the way the way the story goes because I was actually involved in the Melbourne queer communities before I became involved with the Monash Queer Department. Um, for me, it was a matter of safety. It was, I felt safer to be out, to be involved outside of campus because I could be involved with people who doesn't know who I am. Um, I didn't have to come across other international students and I felt more confidence outside of campus in campus I was a little bit more guarded Um, I was I was still um, in the process of coming out to my parents I didn't actually want other students to know about my sexuality I was a little bit scared of how they might react so once I kind of Reconcile all of that, um, you know, and that's when I started become more active with the Monash Queer Apartments. Um, still remember running around campus with a rainbow flag tied around my waist and chanting, "We're here, we queers." Get used to it. Um, all that kind of political activism. So I don't know, Joy. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know whether you find it the same way as well. But there was, there was. Uh, there's, there's a little bit of a history how things worked back then, kiddies. <laughs>
1: Not like for me, cause I came out back in Malaysia. So before I fly to Australia, I already came out. So like, I didn't really, I wasn't too afraid of like people knowing that I'm gay. However, there's always that some sense of like, um, um, like trying. Um, I guess being afraid of like being attacked. Because especially when you're flying to Australia and, and... Australia for me was new, like I've never been to Australia before, and it was new, it was very unfamiliar. Um, um, so there's always that sense of trying to put that shield up and like... try to guard myself uh, regardless. It took some time for me to uh, to extend out to the queer community. Because I think at one point, uh, it was also mainly because I have, I have social anxiety. So it's kind of really hard to get me get myself out of, out of my house. Um, but I think in Melbourne when I first came to Melbourne, um, I realized that people are generally very um, open and I guess because of that I wasn't too afraid um, uh, of, my own, of my safety. And how I did extend out uh, to the community first was I downloaded um, this app called Meetup. And then in this meetup, there's a uh, few specific groups um, that is that are categorized in various interests from like hiking, there's even like meditation, there's even board game for those who love board games. Um, and there were also uh, specific groups um, for um, the queer community. And then I think that was my first moment that I uh, had to extend out to the community. And then uh, after that, uh, however, I didn't really um, continue on because my study did take a toll on me. And then um, the second time that I did extend Out to Community uh, was I realized, after Googling, I realized there's this um, really big festival called Midsummer Carnival, which uh, was held in Melbourne. So Midsummer is a... Uh, so it's a three to four weeks, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, uh, no, about
0: three four weeks. Yeah, about three four weeks.
1: Yeah. Um, so it's a um, so it's a LGBTQI plus uh, an event that's uh, that runs for three to four weeks with different events such as like theater or even like forum discussion, uh, as a try and such. However, they have this two. A main event which is Midsummer Carnival and Pride March I do definitely recommend um, people to go um, I remember when I first attend Midsummer Carnival I was for fear of my life because everything was it was a lot of things so it was very intimidating and I remember um, running off a later after that and then what I did the second time was that I volunteer so for those who feel who those who might feel that you're afraid or you have no one um, that you can bring along to to, to the carnival itself you could try to volunteer um, there where you could potentially make new friends and you wouldn't feel the sense of uh, being alone as you always been surrounded with people it do takes time to find that right social circles that you can hang with and that, that's for me uh, we've gone a bit about your experience. I was just sort of
0: wondering, where would you recommend our students to go to? If they're trying to find support services that are on campus, just places they can meet up, where would you recommend?
1: I would recommend, so this is specifically a Clayton campus. So so MURIS, because I was a previous uh, committee and also a uh, activity officer for MURIS. So again, MUS stands for Monash University International Student Service. So it's a uh, um, student-run um, service for international students. And although uh, MUS is not a uh, specific uh, space for the queer community, however, we try to be more to be more inclusive of everyone, including the queer community, and to keep um, to keep that a uh, safe space um, for everyone. And although our community's members who may not necessarily be queer, however, they have undergo compulsory trainings um, such as the Queer 101 to assist those uh, in need and learn more about the community itself. And the other things uh, in the cleaning clinic campus is the Queer Department. So the Queer Department has... Uh, They have an office itself, and then they also have a queer lounge. And they also do organize um, different events from, like, socials, or I remember remember attending um, Queer Beer, and other services that I know in Clayton, which is with MPA, because I study my master's. So MPA has has its own queer officer, and they do also organize... um, Social events, um, just some some casual outings, some drinkings, or potentially research or industrial uh, related uh, events for the for postgraduate.
2: And look, for me, hearing all that is very refreshing. Um, you know, once again, I, I share quite a similar, um, quite a few things with Joy. Um, but back then, the muse was not. that um, didn't go to training about LGBT 101 so it's very good to hear that that space that I know is very important to a lot of international students the MUIS Lounge is also inclusive of LGBTI international students and I'm very very happy to hear that the queer department is still going strong you know it just makes us feel proud as the um, as the alumni or as people who used to um, be part of the queer department to see that it's remaining strong and of course you know the, the, the great work that the, um, the inclusive community has been doing to make sure that Monash University family is an inclusive family i think i think a lot of i think international students should really respect that because there is a uniqueness about studying in Australia. It's not happening in a lot of different countries. Um, so, you know, it's, 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 it's very, very good to see a lot of the works that have been done to make sure the international students who are part of the LGBTIQA plus communities do feel safe and do feel
0: that they have somewhere to go
2: to and seek support.
0: Um, yeah, so we have a lot of stuff available on Clayton campus. Just letting uh, international students know that we do have services at every campus here at Monash. So, the MSA Queer Department, that's at Clayton. There's also Monsu Caulfield Queer Officers. Um, there's a Monsoon Peninsula Gender and Sexualities Officer. And as mentioned, there's an MPA Queer Officer. So, you can find all these up on uh, the website. As well as various other student services, so Monash Residential Services, if you stay on campus, they do have diversity officers who are also trained in Queer 101s, as are your residential advisors. There's also a few clubs on campus, so there's Gleam, uh, which is a queer STEM or science, technology, engineering and mathematics um, club, as well as Monash Queer Health Society, um, which you could check out. Um, So Muis and Queer Lounge, they're both level one campus centre. Clayton, there is a Queer Lounge in the student um, services office. I think it's level three at Caulfield. Um, But there's a lot of things you can check out at all campuses here. Um, And if you ever need to find support, Inclusive Communities does have a dedicated ally network of almost 500 staff members. Um, If you go to the website You can search people from your campus, from your faculty and or like non-faculty areas. And they're all trained on issues as well as a counselling service um, that has listed allies if you need any further assistance. So moving on. uh, So these are all the services available on campus. Um, Here in Victoria, we have a lot of services that students can also reach out to if they need to. Um, Budi, would you be able to tell us a bit about some organizations in Victoria that you found helpful or that you might know a thing about? I'm going to go through as many as possible in the shortest time as
2: possible <laughs> because there's actually quite a lot out there. Um, it does require a little bit of searching, um, but the the groups are there. So the first one that did help me a lot in my journey is Gay Asian Proud. So there's a group run by Harbour Health or formerly Victorian AIDS Council and there is a group for gay Asian men who are living in Melbourne, living, studying, residing in Melbourne. Um, I am the convener of gay Asian Pratt still and we got a lot of international students coming in to join us and to make new friends and to feel comfortable because we celebrate their culture and we try to try our best to make a safe, inclusive environment for them. Now we also have a sister organization called Yellow Kitties and that's for the queer Asian women. So they work with gay and lesbian, queer and trans Asian women as well. And we sometimes we run events together and just like gay Asian Proud, the Yellow Kitties also have a lot of international students in their membership. Now for some of the mental health services um I have to mention the Monash counselling services, so that's probably the best place to go as the first point of contact. But if you don't feel comfortable going to the counselling service at campus, they are outside organisation as well. There's a phone counselling service um, or a phone referral service, the... um, the Switchboard Victoria, and they can they be able to listen to you, identify your needs and help you out and help you to connect with other services that's available in Melbourne. Then we have uh, Drummond Street Services. Um, they also a queer space, the counselling service there, and they're very, very good at cons- providing counselling for the queer communities. And they also have quite a few international students who are reaching out and they'll be able to provide some assistance. We got Mind Australia in Thornbury, the quality centre, also an option as well as Thorn Harbour Health down in St Kilda Road. So that's mental health. Then we got sexual health, that students can go to the Melbourne Sexual Health Centre, especially if they're sexually active and they want to keep their sexual health in check. uh, I'm running out of places to name. <laughs> there are a lot of groups out there. They are actually quite open and quite welcoming to international students. We got sporting groups, we got music groups, we got the male choir, we have the dancing club. It's, it's all about. Um, Trying to create as many options as possible for the for the queer communities in Melbourne, but also welcoming of international students so i I, I like what Joyce said before. you know it does take time to find the, the social network to find a space that you feel comfortable, but it is there. so I, I will strongly encourage students while you are studying in Australia if you do identify as part of the LGBTIQ community. Please make the most of all these wonderful groups and wonderful organizations because it is, um, it is a good way to find a connection and to feel safe and to feel um, included and where
1: your culture is also celebrated.
0: Speaking of joy, um, (laughs) there's a Joy FM if you want to listen to radio. I feel like you
1: just taking everything out of me. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah, there's some radio services. Um, I do want to list some resources that are available for members of the trans community um which is short for transgender just in case so there is trans 101 it's a starter pack available at YGender gender minus 18 that has some information that can support trans people there's transgender victoria which is another australian organization dedicated to justice, equity, equality, health and community service provision for trans and gender diverse people, their partners families and friends. There is also a Rainbow International Students Network. So this is specifically for international students who identify as a member of the LGBT IQA plus community. They run things like English classes which you can check out Did you actually mention AGMZ? No I didn't You didn't? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> But he's mentioned that he's part of the Australian GLBTIQ Multicultural Council. So if you come from a particular background, check them out. They have they house a bunch of different groups aimed at different communities um, who identify as LGBT. IQ.
2: We do, um, and just very, very quickly, we also receive um, some funding this year that we're very, very excited for. So we are going to organize a dinner gathering, um, quite reg- uh, um maybe once every two months or three months, and that's open to all multicultural and multifaith LGBTIQ plus, including international students. So a good way to be connected and to be um, to be exposed to the community in a safe environment.
0: Um, So, obviously, today we've listed a lot of support services. I do want to highlight if you are experiencing any more extreme examples, such as, like, harassment, bullying, um, please message Safer Communities here at Monash. They're there to help you. Um, We do not tolerate this sort of behaviour. And if anything happens off-campus, if it has nothing to do with Monash, just remember that uh, the law is on your side you can reach out to someone. There are liaison officers, um, within the police force that you can reach out to specifically if it is related to that. Um, but here at Monash, we do want to highlight that we do have an inclusive community and we do want to make sure that you feel safe and included. Um, so that's all we have for today. Thank you for your time. Thank you, Buddy. thank you, Joy. Um, have a good day.